You're listening to Authentically Switched On, a podcast that inspires young adults to cultivate their courage to be imperfect and vulnerable to pursue their passion, goals, and dreams. I'm your host, Grace Marora, and I'll be journeying with you, having authentic conversations, book reviews, journaling guides, and learning how to tie up our goals to our dreams. We can't always choose the cards we have been dealt with, but we can learn to play them. Like a flower that grows through a crack in the concrete. Sometimes we have to make the best out of our situations and bloom where we have been planted. You may not be where you want to be in life just yet. You may be working a day job that is not your passion and working on your dreams through the night. Keeping our dreams alive is what uplifts us as human spirits, but how can we deal with the fact that sometimes we may have to tolerate something that we do not like to eventually get to where we want to be? Not everyone can quit their jobs and follow their dreams. Sometimes our dreams take time, so instead instead of getting bitter and upset at your situation, Why not try blooming where you have been planted? On last week's episode with Remo, we learned a lot about planting seeds of growth. One of the lessons learned was that you may be planting your seeds in sorrow. You might be planting your seeds in sadness. The day that you're going to reap your fruits will be amazing. So on today's episode, Blooming Where You Are Planted, I'll be joined by Lucero Motapo, the lover of sunflowers, life, growth, and all things health and self-care. Hey, Lucero! Hey, hello! <laughs> welcome to... Hi, Authentic- how are you? I'm good, I'm good, thank you so much. And welcome to Authentically Switched On. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you for having me. Like, thank you for inviting me into your space. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Okay, and um, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, so my name is Lacero Motapo, and I'm originally from Bushbrook Ridge, and I'm currently a fourth-year medical student at BIT. That's who I am. And what, <laughs> yes, and what do you do in your I spare time? In my spare time, mm. uh, I read a lot. I mm. run. And yeah, that's pretty much what I do besides school. I just have time for reading and running. Oh, that's so amazing. And what really motivates you and what's your 2020 mantra? Uh, motivation. You know, I I, I don't uh, necessarily say that there's one thing that motivates me, but I can just mm-hmm. say that I'm motivated. If, you know, when I wake up each day and realize that uh, God has granted me yet another day to live, that in itself is a motivation. You know, I think of things that I was not able to do the previous day or things that I might have wanted to do. And I'm like, okay, I have a new day. I've been granted this new day. There's, there's a chance for me to work at something, you know, get something else right. So when I wake up, that is the motivation that this is yet another day. We can get things done. 
And yeah, thinking of mantra, I'm not really specific to say what again, this is the mantra that I have or this is what I live by. I have quite a number of them. So then I'll mm-hmm. just um, make two that I have. And the first one um, is that um, all things will work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And that is um, go Romans, Romans 1 verse 8, right? And I, I honestly use that as a motto in my life because it says there that all things will work together for the good, you know? So all things, not just certain aspects of my life, not just the parts that I want or, you know, everything will work out for the good. So that's something that I always uh, remind myself that whatever it is, it'll work out for good. Whatever the outcome is, it's going to be good for me. And that just brings a lot of peace into my life. You know, it reminds me that, you know, God has started this and he's going to finish it. It's going to be good at the end. You know what I mean? And then um, the second one is is a poem by Marianne Williamson. Uh, I've seen you posting it on your status and I'm like, girl, that's my saying as well. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> one year, our deepest fear, right? And mm. I like the last stanza of that poem. Um, it resonates me with me a lot in the current phase of my life right now, right? And um, it goes like this. So as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same. When we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. You know, so that, that, that line in that poem or that stanza, I love it so much because in life it tells me that just shine, just do you. Yes. You know, you, honey. everything else just falls into place. You know, don't do anyone else. Just do you and things will work out. So that's, that's my mantra and motto. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's so that's so amazing. Hey, and I like the fact that we usually like the same things, and uh, yeah. most of the time, oh my God, I thought of that like that's positivity. And one thing I love about um, positivity is, like, when you give it out, it goes to the re- relevant people, and you get to heal the people that are wounded. You get to heal the people that are. Are lacking positivity in their lives, and another thing is you get to have uh, another people that are of positive uh, life and uh, who want to uh, approach life positively. So when we journey in this life, positivity is always um, great. Though we cannot always be hundred percent ready for the day, but to just bring your own pair of sunshine and to know that you will just be a, a sun or a flower in other, uh, the, uh, the, next, uh, the next person's life. It's just so amazing. So, yeah. Girl, we notice. You know, I feel like it's also that thing of just attraction, you know, when you see that, okay, this person is just shining. You know, like that poem says, it liberates other people to want to shine themselves. You're like, no, man, this is something that I like. Let me also just hop onto this one, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so let's take a trip to memory lane, my favorite part of the podcast, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I think I met you. Was it 2017 or 2016? Now I'm confused. Oh, I am so bad. My memory is so... <laughs> so, but overall, it was at El Xaso. And um, I tell you guys, hey, my listeners, El Xaso is a place to meet 
cool people like it's where you meet the people of god is where you meet your sisters in christ you meet people that are, are studying and they are just trying or they are they, they want to to lend this life thing and everyone is just there to teach one another really we don't have any tool we just go there and just be and what comes out of it it's just so amazing you meet people like our sister Lesero. so yeah i met you in 2017 i think at alxaso and it was it no it was in my first year i think first year of yeah which was 2016 right yeah like the exact date i can't say like this had happened, this had happened. So for me, you know, I usually find what I really don't always remember when I met someone, ne? but mm-hmm. I always remember when that person started to have an impact in my life or when that person, like, I noticed you. We love one. Because, I mean, you see people mm. go through them, you see their faces, like, you know, it's this person and that person. But mm. when did you notice, you know? So for me, when I noticed you, oh, okay. This is great. <laughs> and, um, I always talk about this day when you texted me about something. I, I forgot what it was about. And you were like, Sister asking me this, this, this. God, I looked at uh, your number and your picture. I'm like, wait, this is me. <laughs> God, you had so much respect in that message. And I'm like, does she know what I'm young? I'm the youngest person here. Does she know that mm-hmm. I, you are older than me? I look up to you. Does she know that the way you're treating me? Okay, this is somebody that mm-hmm. is really good for my life, you know? So I was like, okay, the way, like, it didn't matter, Hore. I was new at church. I was the youngest in the executive. You still treated me like, somebody you've known for ages and I was like okay this is the grace <laughs> yeah yeah so that means love it's also the when you talked I think it was last year when you bought a book at the sun and her flowers I was like this girl we <laughs> like the same things <laughs> and same WhatsApp group you and I (laughs) yes yes and I love the fact that you love sunflowers and like uh like there's a saying that uh there's a saying that says despite knowing despite knowing they will they won't be here for long they choose to leave their brightest and like a sunflower you always have to leave your life the brightest so you always leave your life the brightest. And we thank you for your positive energy. And I thank you for your push. And even when I push stuff up, or even if I, sometimes I do a lot of things for myself. And to 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 see that it actually impacts somebody else's life. And when you take your time to actually read my reviews on books and give me your perspective of it and also send me like questions on what did I learn from that and all those things. It's something that actually also has impact just to know that on this journey, even though you are alone, you, you might be doing things for yourself. You're not actually alone. There are people that are there to journey with you. So thank you for yes, that. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. So you. let's talk about the garden. 
So planting a, a garden is a hopeful thing to do. It is optimistic. And optimistic is a word that means you think things will turn out well. So what does being optimistic and being planted mean to you? Um, when I think of being optimistic, you know, I think of, um, when I think of the, the definition of optimism, it's some sort mm. of hopefulness, some sort of confidence about the future, right? And mm. when I think of that word, again, it goes back to my motto or my mantra, that all things will work together for good. You know, no matter what it is, you have to have a positive outlook on life. So optimism for me is when you have an optimistic and positive outlook on life. You know, you have confidence in the future. You have confidence that all things will work out. That for me screams optimism. You know, when you mm -hmm. think everything will work out, irrespective of what's going on, it's all going to work out. You know, so that's being optimistic for me. And um, being planted, right? So mm. when I think about being planted, let's actually just think of a picture of, any plant like you might have in your mind right so in order mm. for you to be considered planted or do you consider a, a plant number one i believe that you have to have roots right so for mm -hmm. me that is the foundation what is it that keeps you stuck firmly to the ground right what is it that you know will keep you going something that is going to hold you to the ground right and for me that's god so the first thing first, mm -hmm. when you're a plant, you have roots, you have the foundation. And in my life, that is God, right? And mm -hmm. like any other plant, when you plant something, um, you expect it to grow, right? So the second part mm -hmm. is growing. That is a plant. Anything that is planted, we expect it to grow. You think of the potential that something has, right? When you put a seed in the soil, you're like, okay, I'm putting it in there. I'm expecting it to grow because I know it has a certain potential, right? So when, you, when you're being planted, you think about being planted, you're thinking of growth, you're thinking of potential, opportunities to become something, right? That is mm -hmm. what I think of, I think of being planted. And the last thing is having a source of nourishment. You know, when you're a plant, you're, you may be a seed at first, and you become a plant, you have the roots and you're growing. But what is your source of nourishment? What is it that waters you, right? Mm. So something that I think of, first you think you need the sun, you need the water, you need the soil, you know. It's those th three things for me. You need to think about um, having roots, growing, having a source of mm -hmm. nourishment in your life. So mm. when I think I'm planted, those are things that I think about. Mm. So when you plant a garden, um, like you said, when you think of being planted, you think of being rooted and being uh, growing and also having a source of nourishment. So when you plant a garden, there are many obstacles you must, you must overcome so that your garden will bloom and flourish. Weeds, and there's a lot of weeds. And these mm -hmm. weeds, they can crowd the space in the garden. So there is no room for beans on tomatoes and flowers. I mean, sunflowers to grow, like you've mentioned, whatever uh, image of a plant that you can, that can come to mind. So what is it that, as a gardener, you should be willing to do? Um, first things first, you know, I, when I think of this, I'm like, okay, you, you're a gardener, you want to plant a certain thing, you have, you're hoping for a certain outcome, right? But mm. the first thing I think you should always do or always be aware of is that you should expect obstacles, expect opposition. That's the first thing I believe as a gardener you need to be aware of. 
Because mm. when you're aware of the challenges <clears throat> that you will face, you're at a better position to actually manage the outcome or, you know, overcome the, 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 the obstacles. Because if you're like, okay, I want to, to plant uh, tomatoes or whatever it may be, right? You say, okay, mm. there might be times where there will be no rain. There might be times mm. where the soil is not good. There might be times where there are weeds that are trying to get at it, right? But being aware mm. and expecting those obstacles, I, I believe that it changes your perspective from saying, oh my gosh, I'm trying to do this thing. Come on, there are weeds. Oh my gosh, I don't have any sunlight. Oh my word, things are not going to work out for me. My life is going to be such a mess. Nothing ever works out. It changes your perspective from that to saying, okay, so this is my plant and it's growing, but I can see that there are weeds. Am I shocked? No, I'm not shocked. Why? Because I expected it, you know? So if you, if you expect it, you know that there will be weeds. You know that there will be days where you won't have rain. You know that there will be worms that are eating your way around it. And you're not shocked because you know that um, these things will come. You expected it. And now when you expect mm -hmm. it, right, you, you, you're better able to, to actually think of how it is that you can still make sure that your plant lives. You need to know that you can take out those weeds, right? You need to remove mm -hmm. the weeds to prevent you that prevent you from growing if you see that your plant is not planted in fertile soil you have to be ready to move that plant to give it everything that it needs right basically mm -hmm. as, a, as a gardener you need to be willing to do what it takes to make sure that your plant grows in the right direction and in the right conditions as well you know mm -hmm. so that that is what i think you should always remember expect that things won't be easy because when you expect it it changes your perspective altogether Yes, and expecting, also accepting that this moment is what it is. I do not have mm. any change of it. However, I can make a, my, a room for my plants to grow. If this is not the right place for it to go, let's move, around, let's move it. Because sometimes we sit there and we moan about it. We moan about the worms. We moan about the weeds that comes with it. We moan about not, it not getting a, a enough sunshine, but... Are you yes. willing to remove it at that part at that part where it's not getting all the nourishments that it needs to a other certain area where it will get the nourishments that it needs? So definitely. we need and to I be willing. Definitely willingness. Because as much as you have this plan, you have this idea, if you're not willing to change whatever needs to change to ensure that that dream, that plant grows, then we're never gonna get anywhere in life. Because the truth yeah. is there will be those weeds. There will be those moments where things are not going your way. But then do you, do you sit back and complain and moan and, you know, or do you say, okay, here's the challenge. How do I, how do I rise up from it? You know? Mm -hmm. So if you, if you keep being expectant of any sort of obstacle, uh, nothing can stand in your way. Nothing can stand mm -hmm. in your way. That is what mm -hmm. I believe. Thinking about it now, um, in my personal life, I know I've had moments, um, I've had the privilege actually of working with a lot of students, like like you say, like at church, we're also in certain executive positions, you know, and like with students, I know there are people, let's say, for example, people come to me and they're like, oh, no, I want to do this, this, this is that, but my marks aren't right, this is not working out, oh, I think I should just stop, I should just let things go, you know, and I always think, I'm like, no, that's not the way to go, you know? 
because you have a dream, you have a, a seed that you have planted, you know that things are not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So when things get tough, it doesn't mean that you should just give up or just complain that it's not going to work out. It's for you to be like, okay, I have this dream. I have the seed that I've planted. I need things to work out. Let me change direction. If it means now I must work harder, let me do it. You know? So yeah. it, it just, like, it's so important to nurture that plant to make sure that mm. you take out everything. But at the end, it can flourish, you know? Flourishing mm. is what we're all about. We're looking for just that flourishing thing. But it takes a lot to get to that point. Mm. Talking about flourishing. Our next point is blooming, actually. So what does it mean to bloom where you are planted? Hmm, blooming. Blooming where you are planted. Mm. It means growing. It means Mm. changing. It means becoming. And basically living your full potential. That is what blooming uh, where you are planted means. First of all, it, it, it involves recognizing that initially you are a seed. You know, for you mm. to bloom first, you have to recognize first what I was a seed, right? Full of potential. But now a time and a season has come for me to bear fruit, to bloom, mm. you know. So that that is what it means for me to bloom where you're planted. That is my understanding of it. Just growing, changing, becoming, living. That is blooming for me. Mm. So so how do you bloom where you are planted? <laughs> um, how do you bloom? It can be quite a tricky one, honestly speaking. You know, blooming where you are planted, it's not as easy as it sounds, you know, because like, again, in order for you to, to, to bloom, you have to reach um, a point where you are ready to bloom, right? So the first thing mm-hmm. you have to recognize that you are a seed, as I've said before, you have a seed that has been planted in this world full of potential with the ability to bear good fruit, right? You have to be fully aware of who you are and who you are called to be in this world. In order for you to bloom, that, that's the first step. You need to know what I'm going to become this thing. You need to be aware of it, right? And mm. then after that, once recognizing that um, you are aware to become something, that you are meant to become something, you start to say, okay, even though I'm a plant and I'm in the ground, I'm in the darkness, you're not lost, you know, mm-hmm. you're not forgotten, you're not useless, you know, being at the bottom, being underground is not the final destination, right? That's, that's another mm-hmm. thing that you must realize before you bloom, realizing that I'm underground, I'm in darkness, but no, I'm going to become something else, right? Once you've come into the full awareness of these factors, you begin to take that of um, you begin to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you, right? Your life, you allow yeah. life to change you and mold you into who you want to become, right? That's that's when you start to bloom, when you start to take um, advantage of those opportunities, where your life, where you allow life to change you, right? Where you're being grateful, where you're being fruitful. That is how you bloom. And another thing that I just actually thought of now. Um, when you bloom, you're at rest. Mm. You're not not worried about um, other factors. All you're doing is just being. Blooming is Mm. being who you are. 
that just growing in that understanding of who you are and who you're meant to be, that brings rest and peace in your life. You know? Mm. Yes. And I like yeah, and I like the fact that you say it's even uh, like you have to recognize that you are in the dark and most of the people don't see what happens behind scenes, uh, behind the scenes. They see the final product and they see what you have become and they think that's like you didn't do much work uh, in, in the background. So as people, we must not despise not the days of the small beginnings because small beginnings... Yeah. Like you, like when you are a, a seed planted and in the darkness, like you're saying, that's where you actually get to work harder. When the final yeah. outcome comes, just to reap the, it's just blooming, it's just flourishing because you have worked hard in your in your uh, ground surface. You have worked hard. You were nourished. You were nurtured. You were planted. At the same time, right now. It's just a moment of blooming. So um, have you ever found yourself in areas in your life which resulted in questioning yourself? Who planted you and what was the purpose of this planting? Yo, I have. Yeah, and that was a very, <laughs> very dark time. Yo, you know, I think, I mm. think, like you said, you know, you mentioned that people always see the final product, right? People mm. don't see what happens behind the closed doors and all of that. And now that question just makes me think of, um, again, my first year, my first year in varsity, you know? So initially mm. um, I had wanted to study medicine at RITS, but I was mm. rejected to study medicine, right? And I, I ended up doing um, a degree in biomedical sciences. But now at that point in my life, when I got that rejection, I was like, yeah, really mm. am i am i you know you start to question yourself you start to question did i mm. am i actually meant to become that person you know am i is this dream actually a dream am i did god actually want for me to become all these things that i want to become you know especially because you know when you're so sure of yourself like no definitely this is going to work out definitely and then when you're most sure it does not work out and you begin sure. to ask yourself uh-uh. Am I am am I still that person that I know I'm gonna become? Is the plans that God has for me is that this is, is it still the same or has it changed? You know, and I questioned myself a lot, and you know I realized that at that moment it was very difficult for me to appreciate where I was. I didn't see any any sort of light at the end, even though there were other mm-hmm. options, but. I, I was just like I said in the like we spoke uh, previously. I, I focused so much on that seed being underground, being in the darkness. I felt so lost. I felt like you know what I'm at the bottom of it all. I don't even know how I'm gonna come out. I don't know how I'm gonna live my full potential, you know. And I was like, I'm so sure that I am meant to become a doctor. I'm meant to heal through like medicine and all of that. But at that moment, I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. And it was really difficult. It was a very tough time. But thank God that things worked out for the good at the end of it all. Hey, things worked out for the good. Because, I mean, even though, like we say, you'll be in the ground, you'll be in darkness, but that is not the final destination. Where you start, not the end of it all. So, like, actually... Where you start is not is not where it's gonna end, and 
thinking about this now, I actually realized that it was very difficult to bloom where I was because I didn't feel that I belonged there. I, I couldn't mm. take advantage of the opportunities that were presented to me. I couldn't um, be aware of the fact that God is, still has plans for my life, that there's still more to come. You know, I, I thought this is it. It's over. The dream is over. Might as well stop now. What mm. am I doing here? You know, but God is good. God is so mm. good. And yeah, yes, yeah, and yeah, that is that is very touchy to say. Oh, and I think most of us we go through that and we find ourselves that we are in that darkness or in that dark tunnel and we don't know how to find ourselves or how to even bloom because people are always telling us you need to bloom where you are planted, you need to bloom where you are planted. But it also goes back to when you are rooted in something when you are rooted in god when you believe in something you always know that great things are coming and all the things will work out for the good god's plans is not to harm us god god's plans is to make is to make us prosper and if we find ourselves in those dark moments we just know that we need to always be plugged into him we need to be rooted in him and last week when we talked we talked about being plugged in to be switched on so if yeah. you are plugged in god you know that's a, that is just a setback for that year yes we always um what is it we always time our lives with we we always we are the people of time like we say at this age i need to have accomplished this at this age i should have done this and all that and god's timing is not our timing and god's timing is always the perfect time and when yeah. he does things in your lives and when he, he when his moment comes or when his moment arises greater things are coming greater uh, seeds that need to be planted will be on the way but the only thing that you need to be sure even when you are in the darkness and to always is to always be rooted in him so when we are rooted in him we know whatever situation or whatever circumstances it could be setbacks but those setbacks will eventually fall off and we'll see the joy that comes that waits for us in uh, in the next uh in the next journey of our lives. So that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So the grass is, uh, like we're saying now, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Like we always anticipate on what will happen next. So as we go about the business of making our lives work, we can easily and frequently wind up looking at others around us with some level of envy. They seem to have it better than we do. They seem to have it better than we do. They seem to be more stable or secure or more engaged than we are. These emotional reactions or observations then give away the, that those feelings, they give away those feelings of if only I had or if only I could or why does everything seem to always go their way and not, um, not mine? So what we are left with is a discontented void in our hearts that yearns for fulfillment. So how do we get out of that mental state? Mm. Yeah, what you just said resonates so much with me. You know, the whole, if only I could, why does everything seem to go their way? You know, it, it, it's, it's mm. a very, it's very um, that, that, that statement is, is one that I believe a lot of people actually could find themselves saying or find themselves in you know and getting out of that mental state is not easy 
you know like mm. it's not easy says grace as you know it's not easy and we're confronted with a lot of challenges in life right and when you constantly think god why not me god but if only i could have this you know and it makes it even more difficult to actually get out of that um that that state of mind but then again when i think of how to get out of it right i think to myself you are a plant and you have roots mm. understand those roots know your foundation you know know who you are in christ you have got you are fearfully and wonderfully made you know what i mean that that, that is the first thing understand who you are in christ understand that god has plans for you you need to trust the process yes some things take time with you but that's okay because it's god's plan it's god's timing as we have said you know and another thing I, I believe um, we should always, always try to keep in mind is that we need to be patient with ourselves. Be mm. patient with our timing. Know that things take time. Things take time. And that's okay. You know, trust the process that you are currently in. The changes that are happening, the challenges. Just trust that process because we all know that at the end, all things will work out for the good. You know, it'll work out for good. Whatever it is, you're like, you know, God, if only I could have, but it's okay. It's okay. I know that at the end, my life will work out for good, you know? And also, support structure is very important. Support structure is important. Who are in your circles, that is so important, hey? You need people who are constantly going to remind you. Nah, girl, mm -mm. you are worth more. Girl, you've got this. Listen, it's going to happen to you. Don't worry. You know, people are going to have your back all the time to remind you, no, no, girl, don't worry about that. Your life is going to work out as well. I think that that's something else as well. When, you, when you're rooted and when you're surrounding yourself, when that nourishment. So who are the people that are nourishing you? Who are people that are filling your cup when you feel empty? You know, when you feel like I don't have it, why does things seem to not go my way people can pour into you saying but you have potential but you're meant to to become a great person uh, god has greater plans in your life you know that's how mm -hmm. you get out of that mental state because staying there staying there is easy staying there is actually quite easy but getting out is mm -hmm. the part where you're, you do the work yo you have to do the groundwork it's not easy Corre, you, you, you left because again, remember you have a void. So it's, it's a thing mm. where you have to fill yourself up with things that are going to make you have that like a positive outlook on life. Be optimistic, be planted and bloom. That part is not easy. The blooming part is a finished product. That groundwork, yo, yo, <laughs> I assume it is difficult. Yeah. You yeah you need to get to work you need to get your hands dirty because if you yeah. are willing to especially i've seen it with a lot of uh, gardeners like mm. they get their selves dirty and they get cut by their uh, what is it the figs or like the thorns and the roses and all that but they just carry on at the same time they just carry so, on. Mm, so it also goes into believing in what you are doing and giving it your 100%, your full potential. So, yeah. And as Christians or believers, how do we fill that space with thoughts 
uh, I mean, with thoughts, words, with thought, words, and actions that are not envious or discarded. Let me read that again. As as Christians or believers, how do we fill that space with thoughts, words, and actions that are not envious or discouraging? Okay, so I'd like to 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 just um, read a scripture. It's Joshua one verse eight, right? And it says. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful, right? That's the first mm-hmm. one. And the second one is Philippians 4 verse 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about those things. You know, that that's something that I, 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 that's a verse, those verses came to mind. When I say I'm trying to, to, to not be discouraged, I'm trying to not be envious, right? Think on the words of God day and night. Meditate, oh God, you have wonderfully made me. You have plans for my life. I know things will work out. I know that you have plans for my life. I know that, um, there are bigger um what's this i know that you have plans to prosper me when you think about all those things things that are true things that are right things that are noble Mm. pure lovely you know think about the wonderful things of life to say yeah no you know what no god is blessing my neighbor it means he's in the neighborhood you know you're like no God god is around you know think about those things because the minute you think or my turn will come. It prevents you from being envious because you realize that it's their turn now, but mine is coming. Mine is coming. Mm. You know, God is in the neighborhood. So I think about those things. Whatever is praiseworthy, when somebody bags, you know, secures the bag, you're like, yes, girl, well done. Praise be to God because you know that mm. to us as well. It's praiseworthy. It's admirable. It's pure. You know, these are things that I believe we can actually think about to get rid of that envy and that dis- discouragement, you know, always meditate on them, keep them on your lips. And you know, when I think about, about meditating on it day and night, and night, if you meditate on the word of God day and night, you don't have time to be thinking about the negatives or rather maybe it, maybe. it eliminates those negatives, you know, because you're always thinking about what is good. You always think about the, 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 the word of God. When, when something comes out, you hear, uh-uh, this is not, this is not the word of God. This is not God's plan for my life. You immediately reject it. You know, you say, no, this is not it. This is not lovely. This is not noble. This is not right. Therefore, I choose not to think about it. And that will help us actually get out of that mental state of, but God, why does it only go their way? Why, why is it not me? Because we keep filling ourselves with positive things. We keep filling ourselves with things that can strengthen us, you know? Mm. Preach, girl. Preach. Oh, girl. Take us to church. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you embrace our experience with a God honoring and growth oriented acceptance and outlook? Mm. How do we embrace our God with a God honoring and God oriented acceptance and outlook? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So this one, think about it. I, 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 when I think about it, I think, okay, 
there's this there's this scripture it's philippians 1 verse 6 and it mm. is a, being confident in this that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of jesus christ right that is that is something that i think about saying he who has begun a good work in me right he will see it to completion whatever the experiences that that, that i'm going through God has begun, has begun something good in my life. God, when I'm in this world, it's for good. It's for a good purpose. So I'll embrace all these experiences because God has begun something good in my life. I know that things will work out for the good at the end of the day. So I, I, I always think about myself as a seed who's ready to bear good fruit. I think of myself as somebody who's going to bloom at the end of the day. And I know that God is the root of it all. You know, I'm confident in it. Mm-hmm. I know that he has begun that good work. And when he planted me in the soil, he started that good work. When I came into this world, that's when it started. You know, actually, even before that, because I get it, he knew us in our mother's wombs. Before that, mm-hmm. before we even came into this world, he started that good work in us. And who is he not to see to completion? Who is mm-hmm. so That's how I believe you can embrace that experience with a God-honoring and God-orientated acceptance and outlook. Because you, like, you, you, you have that outlook to say, at the end of the day, God has started something in me. At the end of the day, it's going to work out for my good. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I'm going to be something great. You know? So you orientate yes. yourself according to who you've been called to be. Orientate yourself to say that, no, this is not the end. There is more. There is more. There Mm -hmm. is more. There is more. You know? At the end of the day, there is more. (laughs) At the end of the day, there's always more. And and it brings me so much peace. It brings me a lot of peace in my life because I I, I start to think, okay, I'm experiencing these things, but how can I honor Mm -hmm. God in this moment and time that I'm in? Yes, I may not mm. like where I am right now, but how can I still honor God? How can I still grow in his word? You know? And mm. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. God has started this work in me. He'll see it to completion. Everything will work out for my good. So I'm going to choose to meditate on his word day and night. I'm going to choose mm. to think of the true, the noble, the right, the, the, the praiseworthy things in my life about God. That way I'm honoring him and I have a positive outlook on him. That, that, that changes my whole experience in life. It changes how I look mm-hmm. at everything, you know, because your focus, if your focus is on God, you don't focus a lot on the negatives. Yes, you don't focus yes. On, yes. On, on what you don't have. You focus on mm-hmm. what God has granted me this life. I woke up today. Mm-hmm. What can I achieve today? You know, not what, oh mm-hmm. my God. Yet another day, failures. Yesterday I was not able to do this. Oh my word, do I have to wake up? No, you're saying, God, you've given me yet another day. How can I embrace this day? How can I, mm. can I do things that are honoring you? You know, and it's it's beautiful, really. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's very beautiful, really, because if you look at it. Like yesterday is gone, we only have today, and it's mm. t- tomorrow is still coming. And if you realize the power of now and live in the moment, 
live in the present moment, you actually get to to sense or see things differently. You get to even uh, feel yourself when you breathe because you are not actually worried about what's happening to you, what, what will happen or why is this not happening to my life? Because at that time, you're also praising God. You're also uh, thankful for what God has given you. And at that time, it is that moment. And now the moment that we are given is this conversation and I'm thankful for it. And just realize that it's enough. Because I do not have to be worrying myself with what will I eat tomorrow? What will I clothe? Because everything, because he said in uh, like in, in, the, uh, in the, his Bible verse where he says, um, seek first the kingdom of God and the rest and its righteousness and the rest shall follow. So when you mm. seek him, uh, seeking him being, when you meditate in his word, when you mm. sit on it, when you meditate on it day in and day out or day in the morning or in the afternoon or during you do not have that negativity as you said so i really love Mm -hmm. that Uh, thank you for that that was actually Mm -hmm. for me that one you just really talked to me about it so yeah (laughs) i'm gonna like i was lost like i was i was just listening to you with say or like we plant seeds today and expect them to bloom tomorrow we are a generation who wants quick results and to bloom without doing the actual work. What are the steps that need to take bef- well, that we need to take before blooming? Okay, before blooming, I think we we, we touched on quite a bit about mm. this uh, before blooming. What are the things that you need to know? You know, like like uh, I mentioned, knowing yourself, knowing your potential. You know, like realizing that. I have potential. That is a beautiful thing. Mm. There's nothing as sad as somebody who dies with so much potential. You know, it, it mm. always saddens me to think of people not living in their in their full potential. And um, in order for you to bloom again, we said that you need to recognize where you are. If you're in the ground, realize that it does not mean that that's where you're stuck, right? It means that you you have an opportunity to be something else. And another thing is that you need to be patient. Be patient mm. with yourself. Know that things take time. You know, like you said, we want things to work like this. We want to plant today, tomorrow. We want to see, like, the plant fully standing. You know, things take time. Think of a tree, right? The biggest tree you can think of. That tree was probably planted years and years and years ago. And oh, what we see now is the final product. But we don't know just how long it took the patience that it required for it to reach where it is, you know? And then you compare it to a flower. It might have taken mm-hmm. a few weeks or a month to grow. But then at the end of the day, the tree that took so long, so long, is beautiful and it provides shelter for us. It provides all these things. So if you think of your life like that as well, you actually realize that, you know what? This is my own race and I'm going to live it at mm-hmm. my own pace. You're not comparing mm. your pace with other people's pace. You're not comparing your outcome or your future with other people's futures because you realize that everyone has their own race. Everyone should be doing it at, at their own pace. You know, that, that, is, that is how I think um, we should be thinking. These are the steps that we should be taking to, to actually bloom, realizing that it's okay. It's going to take time. It's okay. Be patient with yourself. Show yourself some love. 
while you are yes yourself love you know what i mean nourish yourself go to yourself and be patient with yourself because the outcome uh, it's gonna be good it's gonna be Mm. a wonderful outcome so those are some of the things i think we've already spoken about them though we spoke about yourself recognizing where you are, being patient, and just loving yourself. Self-love, Miguel. Self-love. <laughs> yes, Miguel. So uh, what do you do when you feel like there's no room to bloom where you are planted? Yeah, that one. You know that feeling, that feeling where you, you feel like you can't bloom. Yeah, I feel like I relate so much with, with that feeling. I, you know, I always tell my friends that, I mean, there are times in my life where I tell my friends, well, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm not growing. I feel like I need change. You know, I don't know if you've ever felt like that yourself. Really like, yes, mm-hmm. I have. I have. Mm-hmm. Like, no, man, I, I, there's, there's more to me than this. There's more I can give. Mm-hmm. Like I'm living life. Yes. But there are greater things that are waiting for me and I'm not yet there. You know, I need to grow. I need to stretch. But I don't feel like there's space enough for me to stretch, you know. And it's always such a conflicting thing. But I always pray. That's the first thing. That's the first step. I always pray. And I say, God, I feel lost. I feel like I'm not living my life to my full potential. I feel like there's more to this. Which way should I go? You know, because he planted me. He knows how I'm supposed to be at the end of the day. He knows the magnitude of my of my potential. So when I feel lost, I'm like, God, no, I'm lost. Which way do I go? Is this the life that you intended for me? Because mm. I feel that there is more, you know? So when, when you feel like there's no room, it's 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 a moment where you need to go back and reflect and say, who am I to be? remember that God has called you to be a specific somebody in your life. We all are meant to be different people in our lives, right? And you say, mm-hmm. but right now I feel like I, I, I'm not living that potential. I'm not living to the fullest. And then you inquire from God because he knows you. He knows who and what he wants you to become. So he'll let you know, Holy Grace, you need to mm-hmm. move out of this situation. There are weeds in your life. If you take out the weeds on the sides, you'll be able to stretch. If you mm-hmm. move from this soil and plant yourself in that soil, you'll grow better. You know, that consultation mm-hmm. with God is the important one for me first because I'm scared to just do things haphazardly on my own. You know, I'm scared mm-hmm. to just start getting, hey, I'm not blooming, I'm leaving. I want to do this, I want to do that. No, because at the end of the day, there's somebody, mm, there's somebody who, who has directed my steps. And if I feel like I'm getting lost now, I can't see, you ask. Oh God, mm. I'm getting lost. Which way must I go? You know, and 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 God is good because He listens to us, and He speaks mm. to us in 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 various ways. You'll find what once you you pray that prayer, you realize that you know what I'm no longer comfortable in this surrounding. I I don't think you have that feeling where you're like, Mm-mm, I don't think I belong here. And mm. you and you move out of it, and that that's that's literally how things happen. Where you feel like you know what, Mm-mm, I think I need to try this out. You think about it long and hard. Mm. 
you know, like your podcast, you're like, I need, I think I need to take that leap. We take mm. it. Like, this is a mm. room for me to because you believe that there is more. There is more, you know? So when when you feel like there's no room to grow, consult with God. I, I we, I'm a spiritual person. That's the first thing that I do. You consult with God. And then you take inventory of your life to say, what are the things that are preventing me from, from growing? What are the things that I believe are holding me back? You know, if it's fear, mm-hmm. is it money? Is it lack of opportunity? Is it a creative mm-hmm. block? What is it? Take inventory of what it is. Because the minute you recognize, remember, we're going back to mm-hmm. that, to what I said, be aware of the different obstacles that are going to come your way. You recognize that, I need to take this out in order for me to grow. So that, that, that's, that's what I can say I do when I feel that there's no room for me to bloom. It's, it's not an easy process because it requires a lot of self-introspection. You have to be real with yourself in order for you to know, uh-uh, this is not it. What's the advice you can give to young adults who feel trapped, stagnant, and have lost hope in blooming where they are planted? Be kind to yourself. You know, you're doing your best. Oftentimes, we're so harsh. We're so mean to ourselves. You know, be kind to yourself. That's that's the first thing, saying, you know what? You have to love you. You have to be kind to yourself. Because the world is not going to be the kindest place ever. So if you're kind to yourself, you allow yourself to realize, what well, you know what? Yes, this is happening. But... I, I, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. I still have mm. potential. I, I'm going to be something. You know, fill, fill yourself with posit- like positive outlooks on your own life. Like water your own self. Be kind to yourself and recognize that, you know what? I need to be patient. I need to be kind. Mm. I need to know my full potential. Because that's, that's, that's literally um, how I think. Oh, sorry. That's literally how I think you can bloom. Because knowing your potential, being kind, being patient. And at the end of the day, you just bloom. And then I just want to touch also on, again, that poem that we spoke about earlier by Marianne Williamson, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Mm -hmm. I think when you find yourself uh, trapped and stagnant and have lost hope, just remember this, these... um, these lines from this poem right so it reads as thus we're all meant to shine as children do we're meant to manifest the glory of god that is within us it's not just in some of us it's in everyone and as we let our own light shine we unconsciously give people the permission to do the same that's one thing i can say it's not just in some of us it's in all of us you know, yes. we're all going to manifest the glory of God that is within us. That glory is not in certain people. It's in everyone. So, yes, that's what I can say. That's the advice that I would have. You're meant to shine. Mm. So, yes, yes. Oh, my God. It's so sad to have you go right now. Oh, oh we had an amazing <laughs> conversation. It's been amazing. Uh, To end our conversation, please answer the following questions. To bloom where you are planted means? Growing. Acceptance of your now brings? 
peace? Awakening to your life's purpose have to do with? Potential. Embracing growth brings? Joy. To be authentically switched on means? To be alive. Yay! I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for honoring the invite. And thank you for embracing, I mean, for embracing us with your presence. Thank you so much for the invitation. My word, it was being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So where can our listeners get in touch with you? Oh, I feel like such a celebrity. Uh, (laughs) They can, uh, on Instagram... I am Sego, S-E-G-O, underscore, Motapo. Uh, Instagram, yeah, that's the one. All right. Thank you so much. Enjoy your week. Bye. This was beautiful. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. For more information, follow us on Instagram at authentically underscore switched on. Don't forget to subscribe favorite us review and share the episode with your loved ones leave us a comment as we would really love to hear from you do you have a topic in mind that you would like us to discuss or are you interested or know of anyone who would love to be part of the show don't hesitate to contact us as we appreciate all creative ideas, authentic our young adults that not only grow the podcast, but also grow our generation as a whole. Until next time, take care and God bless you. Don't forget to leave your life authentically switched on. Bye-bye.